What's up, everybody? This is the Board Certified Gaming Podcast, the number one podcast in the world according to people who were born yesterday. Smart people. Yeah. We love you. No, we Keep don't. Keep listening. Well, I don't, but... Well, I do. You don't. Speaking of loving babies, I actually had this conversation with the, the girlfriend the other day. I was like, we should be those parents that like... I get it. You get that connection with your kid. You love them right away. Yeah. But I was like, what if we were those parents who were like, oh, like he or she is so cute. And instead of being like, I love them, like, oh, I like them. They're okay. Yeah. yeah. Like I haven't, I don't know As them a yet. friend. They've been around for a week. Yeah, I can't just say. There I think we time. waited like a couple months, like four or five months before we said, I love you. Yeah, it's just. It's, he just shits and sleeps all day. He doesn't contribute. Like. It's just here. Yeah. I like him. Like, you don't feel that connection? <laughs> okay. Like I, no. My name is Andy. His name is Amar. Hey. This is a video game podcast. We talk about video games. And this is the first one of the year. Episode 20. 2020. Is in 2020. It's going to be exactly 20 minutes and 20 seconds long. I No, it's not. But that 20 would be, hours, that would 20 be minutes, great. 20 seconds long? Way too long. But, I mean, if you want to listen to us talk for 20 hours, go ahead. I don't even want to listen to us talk for 20 I don't want hours. to listen to me talk for 10 minutes. I think we've got 20 hours worth of material already. We have 20 episodes, roughly. We're close. We're getting there. Yeah. Today, we're going to talk about why video games cost so damn much. You know, that's 60, 60 bucks at a, a pop, though, man. That's That gets there, at a, and I realize that it's just we're used to it. So, And you might not think it's that much compared to, you know, what you've been paying the same $60 for the last how many years, but at a certain point, it was cheaper, and it might even go more expensive in the future. So we're going to talk about kind of the history of it and then why it is that way and what we think is going to happen or if we think it's too much. If you think $60 is perfect, then I guess don't listen. Wow, it must be nice to make that kind of money. Yeah, I'm sure your shoes are too tight, the ones made of diamonds. And this the... is where we get to put on our Facebook hats and pretend like we're something we're not. So yeah. today I am an economical expert. Yes, we are. Or economics expert. There you go. That's what I we are to... today. BS in economics. I have a BA in BS, so I guess that'll work. There we go. That's a philosophy degree for those playing along at home. So before we get into that, please follow our Twitter, at BCG Podcast, our Instagram, at Board Certified Gaming Podcast. Fun fact, I tried to change it. BCG Podcast is taken. By who? By the BCG Podcast. I don't know what they what do. What do they talk I'm about? I'm sure their uh, culture, probably, music. I don't that know. Their what, Twitter handle is the same as the one we want at BCG. Yes, but I don't know what. I'm sure they're great, but I don't know what BCG stands for. They don't mention it. They're just, we're the BCG podcast. I'm on the hunt. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but Instagram at Board Certified Gaming Podcast. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash BCG Podcast. If you contribute enough money to us, you will get an extra episode per month that nobody else can listen to, nobody else can hear. So go check that out. Oh, Patreon.com magazine. That's maybe them. I don't you know, know if you search up BCG podcast, we're actually the second search. Sweet. On Twitter. Yeah. Well, yeah, that makes total sense. They're probably number one. So we got to beat them and get our handle. But the Twitter handle was just at BCG. Yes, it's at no, it's at BCG podcast. That's their handle, which if you guys are listening for some reason and want to give that up, we'll take it. So we're going to get into why games cost $60. But first, we kind of... Oh, wait, we're BCG Podcast. I know. They are, too. They have a podcast called the BCG Podcast. But what's their Twitter handle? I don't know what their Twitter handle is. I just know what their Instagram handle is. We have... Oh, so it was Instagram that you yeah, put it. Yeah, it was Instagram. Oh. We have at BCG Podcast. Man, you're making me check Twitter. I said, literally said Instagram. I want to bully these people. I literally said Instagram. So Did you? Instagram, at Board Certified Gaming Podcast. Twitter, at BCG Podcast. Patreon. Patreon.com slash BCG Podcast. What? 
You're not. I don't know what they do. Uh, well, I'm going to find out what they do. Okay, you don't need to ask them. It's the BCG Magazine's podcast. Yeah, I don't know what BCG stands for. None of them mention it. I don't know, but it looks like Usually it's Usually you mostly... should put that in the title. It's probably music it's and culture. When million, when, where brilliant minds connect. It doesn't help. I don't know. I was looking for at least like a minute and a half. A lot of half. sports probably. Probably. I don't know. I don't want to. I can guess what BCG stands for, but I'm not going to. Brilliant Minds Connecting Globally, BCG. Oh. That's sure. We'll go with that. About the phone. Follow them. Let us know. I don't know. <laughs> so we're going to kind of go into the history a little bit. I know this is going to be kind of informative, but hey, you got to learn something. It's 2020. All right. You got to have an open mind and an open heart because we all need to love each other in 2020. Perfect vision. Nah. No. Nah. Mars not into it. Mm-mm. So, How about this? Mind your fucking business, 2020. <laughs> Let's all adopt Leave that. Leave me alone, 2020. Yeah, don't touch me, 2020. <laughs> you need to ask for consent to breathe the same yeah. air as me, 2020. Please get out of my face. Why are you sneezing in the room that I'm in, 2020? So $60 has been, I mean... Industry standard? For a while. Like 15 years now? Something like that. I, I They came yeah. out... It was with the Xbox 360 and the PS3 that they're like, all right, yep. 60 bucks. Was that like the sixth generation? Yeah. I don't know the exact year you might. Of when they came out? Yeah. Xbox system. was November 22nd, 2005. Okay. PS3. Shortly thereafter? Was 2006. Something like that. But they came That's, out uh, around the same time. And they became... I think, I think uh, Microsoft had like a... Jesus, I need they're, they're I always just typed close. in PlayStation 6. It's coming. Oh, right? Yeah. You heard it here first. PlayStation 6 announced on this podcast. You heard it here. Go tell everyone. So November 11th, 2006. 9-11-2006. Gotcha. November 11th. 11-11. Oh, Sorry. 9-11. I thought it was September. <laughs> so, yeah, so November 11th, 2006 in Japan. November 17th, 2006. So usually Xbox had... Almost a full year Damn. of just the 360 being the only console, next-gen console on the market. Okay. Well, kind of wish they would do that with this current console generation because nice. I'm very excited. The point is that this is the time, every time a console comes out, there's always like, okay, this has a little bit more capability than the last one. This can handle graphically better games, the processor's better, the inside's better, it can... Be faster, better, faster, stronger. The outside is boxier. All yeah, it's a, better, a bigger box, probably. Whatever. That's always usually when the technology improves. You are realizing that okay, things are going to start to cost a little more. And for some background about how that happened, you, in order to have your game put on these consoles, you need to pay a licensing fee. So all of these publishers who are not affiliated with Microsoft, with Sony, with Nintendo, they had to to buy or basically pay for a licensing fee in order to have their games put on the consoles. And instead of like, okay, we're just going to eat that because all these, you know, here's our profits that they are with the games that cost this much. They were like, all right, we're just going to charge it to the customers to basically make up that licensing fee that is increased because of the increase in technology. We might see that again with the newer consoles because they skipped Xbox One and PS4. 
it had been industry standard for $60. So they were like, we don't want to rock the boat. We don't want to introduce games going up $10 every, what, six years, something like that. So they're like, you know what, yeah. we'll keep it. So they kept it. I couldn't even tell you how much games cost like I know in the 90s or 80s. I don't know. But if, I know growing up they were 50. It feels weird thinking that where they were under $60. I remember when they were 50. I kind of do. And not as much. I mean, DS games are always like 40. Yeah. Like it, it's kind of in our memories how much they cost before the $60, like them costing 50. But usually it's but been. It's, it's been 60 for so long. I mean, in I got our, family members that are not very big into games that are like, how much is it? Like 60, 60 bucks? bucks. Yeah. Like, and you yeah. Which, I mean, we're not going to go all the way back and like, how much did the first video games cost? We don't care. They had computers the size of rooms back in the day. So I'm not going to. Back even, in your day. Back in my day. Mm. Back in the old days. Not going to touch that. Do not ever do that again. <laughs> I will not. Literally don't I ever. Will. I will pay you $60 to <laughs> never do that again. <laughs> So the process of why that happens, like what everybody's not, nobody's probably asking this, but why games cost $60? Why when I go to a store, is it $60? Why is it sometimes it's $59.99? Why is it sometimes, okay, these are $55, even though that's a new game or why it's, you know, it could be even more. More is usually for deluxe editions or you get something extra. Yeah, it. there's more bang for your buck yes. kind of thing. So publishers, when they make a game or are going to release a game, developers make games, publishers publish games. Publishers can also make games. So developers develop. Publishers publish. I know. Marketers market? Pretty sure. I, you know, and I, gamers I, game. I don't know anything about that, so you're going to have to ask somebody who knows about marketing. That's Well, sure. We'll go I know how to market myself. We'll go marketers market. Because sex sells, baby. There you go. So publishers, when they want to publish a game, they're like, okay, we have to talk to the retailers because we're not going to sell it. That will come later when they develop their own digital stores. But they're like, I'm not you epic. Yeah. <laughs> we're not. Gonna, they were like, let's just fuck the middleman. Yeah. We'll just we'll do it ourselves. Smart. But the thing is that digital stores make all the money because they don't have to pay retailers like a GameStop, like a Best Buy. Like in EB Games, which is a, still a thing? EB Games? I think in Canada. It's a thing in Canada. Okay. Well, <clears throat> you Canadians who are shopping at EB Games, enjoy, I, I guess. I think, I don't know, maybe. I always thought they were the same thing. Either Canada, words. either Canada or Australia. I think it's like very it's something. similar. Or still I thought it was just games, like the discount GameStop or something like that. Yeah. Like foreign GameStop. I mean... Because they're both red and white. So I was like, that's GameStop, but from a different yeah. country. Didn't we used to have an EB Games here? I think so. I don't know. I've we never, no, I yeah. honestly don't know what it looks like. No, we time. did. We did because... So we had a, what was called a KB Toys. That yeah, was on the I lower KB level. KB Toys, yeah. That went away, but we had... Because so where we live, our local mall has... KB and EB should hang out. Our local mall used to have two GameStops. Yeah. And I remember at a point in like quarter mile radius there were four game stops yeah so we had the one here by my apartment two in the mall and then one across the barnes and noble yes they closed the barnes and noble one kept the one here on homes and then closed one of the ones in the mall but i remember so there was a GameStop on the upper level eb games on the lower level and i think GameStop bought out eb games which is so they had that lower one and it kind of frustrated me that when they actually did close one of those stores, they closed the lower level one. 
because that one had a lot more space and oh, I'm very one. Yeah. I'm very claustrophobic. So I hate going to the one in the mall Which because a narrow aisle. Yeah. It literally is like a fucking conveyor belt line. Like you walk in, you just grab games and then you just turn around and walk to the register and then out. Yeah. So again, back to the point. Sorry, I just it's okay. No. I, I miss E B games and I, I miss the downstairs GameStop. We miss you, E B games. And Karen. We miss Karen. Come back. She's Karen. come back. I mean I just got a job at Ewe Games. Come back. <laughs> but we're moving to Montana or not Montana. We're moving Montreal. to Montreal. So publishers need to publish games. Yes. When they talk to retailers, they're like, okay, hey, you here, retail. You retail. Here, sell our game. We'll give you a, a small cut of the, whatever you know sure. game you sell. Fair. And but it has to be a range. So it's a range. Right. Please sell your game between this much and this much. Because if every it's something legal, isn't it? Yes. Ah. And I'm going to get into it. So price fixing. Do you know ah, what that is? I do know what price fixing is. Yes. So I see where this is going. You're not allowed to have all of the big heads in the industry are not allowed to just determine, hey, regardless of demand, regardless of whatever, all of our things are this price. It has to, you know, spur, be competitive. It has to spur competition. Has sure. To, okay. But I want to give a sale on mine or a, a deal. Even though I paid for them or I'm getting whatever cut, I want to make sure that people will come to me instead of come to you know the one they know better because right. everything's the same price. So no price fixing. But the Supreme Court said technically it's not price fixing because not all games are $60 or the same price. That's very true. So if you buy like Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. It was like 40 when it came out. It was like 40 bucks or like the, you can buy a game for well, then you look out at, at 35. But you look at places like recently Walmart and Amazon have been doing it where it's like, hey, it's 50. Yeah. You like, know? So that, that's how they get around it by saying, well, and it's a genius argument that's like, yeah, most games are $60, but not all games are $60. Right. And they're like, well, okay, you got look, We're not saying that all you right, have to set a fine. price, but if you don't fucking set it to $60, <laughs> I swear to God. And that's the thing. So publishers, they're like, all right, retailer, GameStop, for example, please sell our game at this price. If you sell it cheaper. <laughs> please don't sell it used. <laughs> well, if you sell it cheaper, right. you're going to get the uh, stock of this old or this new game very late. You're going to get it like really? two weeks after it comes out or something. That's it's what, like a hostage situation? That's what they can do. They're going to be like, all right, well, you're going to get these games very late then. And that's you're going to be behind the eight ball of all these other guys who are selling that's it. That's very 60. mobster like. It is. I didn't think I could love the video game industry anymore. I don't think it's. I mean, it's fucked up. But I don't think it's legal to do that. Well, just to like but how can somebody? you catch them? Like, sorry, UPS fucked up but or it, whatever. But it is like a technically contractual obligate, like negotiation thing. Where right. It's like, all right, this is the range you can sell at. If you go at this lower range, it's up to us. To I mean, it's probably similar. It's stock. probably similar to like those major gaming sites where probably. they have review embargoes. embargoes yeah. So it's like, Hey, Monday before the game comes out, you can publish if a you, review. If, if you, you do it beforehand, we're just not selling you copies. You're not you getting copies. A game. Yeah. yeah. You got to wait till it comes out and buy it. Like it's everybody essentially else. What it is mm. because retailers get such a small cut of oh, the new yeah. games that come out. They get a lot of that's, Kind of why GameStop, you see why they're like pushing used games. Well, they, that's how they make that's their how money. They make their money. Hundred percent of it. Yes. GameStop probably doesn't even. I don't think the GameStop publishers, gets any money. The publishers get zero dollars from used game sales. Retailers well, yeah. get not zero, but they get a limited amount from new games. Correct. Which is why you always see people pushing for used games at GameStop, or right. there's a bunch of deals for buying pre-owned games. Well, yeah, because GameStop gets hundred percent. It would be like if they, I they made if I made this game. 
for say the iPhone and I said, Andy, I'm going to give this to you for $5. Yeah. You pay me $5, but then you're like, Hmm, I'm going to give it to Bob for $6. I don't get a cut of that. that. I get that. Right. Yeah. So it it's actually interesting. That's how GameStop stays in business. That's how, which I mean, they need some help. So somebody help. I'm trying to help them, but I don't make that much money. Honestly, like, look, we can, we can talk about GameStop another day. I, like GameStop. GameStop's fine. Yeah. It, it, I haven't had a problem with it, but there are pushy people who are like, that's their business model. They need to push used games. Yeah. They need to it's a store by stay store away. thing. I know. Right? They need to stay away from new games because we don't make a ton of money. From right. It. So the publisher, and the, even the publisher. So games have, I mean, obviously you can't really understand how much a game costs because it's always like, well, you got to pay the 200 people that make it. And then the developer has to have all these licensing. If you've and got all voice acting, you got to pay the voice, voice actors, actors, the graphic designers, yeah, all this other gotta... stuff. And the publisher is like, okay, we're going to sell this game. You have a whatever budget. Fine. Here's a cut because developers, either they are work for hire, meaning you get paid to make the game. You don't own the game. So you make it, here's $200,000 up front, split it, however you're going to split it. Or it's obviously higher values because sure. you're going to make millions. But it's but essentially like, here's your pay, sum, we'll give you the money for it and the resources. Make the thing, you don't own it, we own it. Okay. Or they are negotiated a rate. kind of learning along. Or they are negotiated a rate. They're like, all right, here's the rate per game, per right. sale, per whatever negotiated in a contract that once, like you better hope we sell a bunch. Like, you better hope it's a good game because you haven't made any money yet. We haven't sold any. Like, it's either that or it's an indie studio that publishes it itself. Right. It's like, all right, we don't need Microsoft, Sony, whatever to publish it. We're just going to put it out ourselves and pocket all of the money that we would well, get. Well, I think they still have to pay a we fee to Microsoft or Sony for like Those the- are the people who have to pay the console uh, licensing fees right. because they aren't because you don't get 100% Publishing profit. It with Microsoft, Sony themselves. Yeah, you don't get 100% profit. Just... And they're indie games, so they probably have smaller budgets. No, but I'm talking about... Marketing, limited marketing. Are you talking that. about having Sony publish it, or are you talking about, like, making it yourself, publishing it yourself, but, like, putting it on their storefront? Because you... when you put it on their storefront, they still take a cut of that. They do, but I'm saying, because you need to have a licensing fee to have that game available on a console, unless you make your own console. So Soldier it... Boy did it. He did. Which, I mean, that's an issue for another time. But so publishers, they get to kind of set everything. They set how much the developers make. They sell how much the retailers sell it for. They kind of determine how this thing goes, which makes sense because they are the ones with the giant pockets who can determine that stuff. It's kind of their reputation on the line. It's their consoles. It's their systems that you are making these games for. So they kind of are like, all right, we're going to control the market. It's kind of... A monopoly, not really, but it just okay. Supreme Court said it's fine, so that's kind of how it's sixty dollars. The publishers are, have just determined, okay, we're going to lump on that ten dollars to the fifty dollars that it was previously because that's how much licensing fees are. So we're going to just going to charge that a little bit more. That in just with everything increasing, so in, instead of splitting the sixty between where the parties, they could have, have made the, it like two dollars. No, but, but I'm saying like, let's like, just make it. 10. But that sixty dollars, it's not actually sixty being split amongst everybody. It's just the ten is the licensing. It's the fifty it, is everybody else. So it's very difficult to determine because it's not like okay per sixty dollars. It's all right. These licensing fees are two hundred thousand dollars of our budget. Right. 
it equates down to about a couple bucks a game but it's like the licensing fees themselves are getting so high in terms of like five hundred thousand dollars now instead of two hundred thousand that we need to tack on ten dollars per game if that makes sense to you a little bit okay like the it's these are in terms of per game numbers is easier for us to understand because it's like, oh, they make $6 of that per game. Of the $60, seven of it goes towards licensing fees. But in reality, it's okay. We had to pay $200,000 more for the licensing fee because they're all getting more expensive. And that equated to right. $7 per game, which is that these are also averages. So it's, it's, all, it's all math. It's all calculated out. But the publishers determine a range, the retailers sell it at the range, but after the fees and all the people they got to pay, like you got to pay to stock shelves full of discs. You're like, all right, put these on discs, yep. put these discs in cases, put these cases with our graphics on them, our instruction manuals and stuff. Put these on Which shelves in stores. Was the last retailers. time you saw an instruction manual? True. That's how they're cutting costs. I'm saying that they probably cut them out because like nobody reads them, which I have never read an instruction really? manual in my life. That is Never. when everybody always asks me, what did you do in the bathroom the day before smartphones? I always tell them instruction manuals. Well, yeah, I would I, just grab them from any favorite game of mine, sit I always, on the toilet. I remember when I got Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind. Damn. That was a thick instruction they manual. They were very big. Yeah, it had a map and everything. But at a certain point. When I, I would was, take bathroom breaks from the game, read I read the lore. It's just I that, was so wrapped up in the politics of Morrowind that I was about to just assassinate someone the ones, for my own political the game. The ones with the giant instruction manuals with lore in it were actually interesting. I might yeah. have read some. I'm just saying. I, I don't remember reading any I think ones, even the like, original like Fallout 3 even some, had a pretty lengthy but one. But your average instruction manual didn't have anything, but it's like, here is what A does. Here's well, what now, B does. Nowadays, it's like, I think the most recent game that I bought. They just put it in a story. They put that but they also put in like a little thing it's like hey if you're photosensitive it's like yeah well it's right. warnings but at a certain I'm not epileptic so this doesn't relate to me but that's how they save money so at right. the end of the day these 60 dollars that a game costs that the consumers are paying is not what a publisher gets at the end of the day they get about half of that so did they do all the hard work though they published the game but they didn't develop the game they did not sometimes they do sometimes they develop and publish yes but Obviously, they're not doing all of the work. That's why all the people that I mean, did all the publisher the work, is essentially doing is just slapping their logo on and saying, "Hey, you know us." But it's by their this consoles, game. and you know they're paying the fees. They're doing all this other it's stuff. It's not always their consoles. I know, but they're they're doing a job that means they have to give money to other people. Sure. So they're not getting a hundred percent of the sixty dollars that they get. Some are the indie games that develop, publish, all that other stuff. They get that money. So they're like, "All right, cool. We get more of this." But they are not a big studio, so they are not pushing out millions upon millions of units. So the budgets of games matter. So how big your game is and how much it costs really has an impact on what you're going to be able to do and how much you need to make. Because some budgets for games can get up into the $100 million, $200 million. So I, there's a list on Wikipedia of the highest cost games of all time. Grand Theft Auto Five is obviously number one. Yeah, I was gonna say that two hundred sixty-five million dollars. That costs a ton. Adjusted for inflation, two hundred ninety-one million dollars. I remember these, at the time the first Shenmue game that came out was the most expensive to be developed. Yeah, 
Modern Warfare 2 is another one that's, oh, that's second yeah. on the list. $250 million. Oh, yeah. 298 adjusted for inflation because of when that came out. Star Citizen, I think, is hilarious because there's just a question mark and it's plus oh, because it's year? still being developed. Whenever that, because it hasn't, <laughs> it's still being worked on. It's still like Since being 2011. added to. Yeah. So it's like, it's 249 plus because they haven't been done. It's not done yet. Star Wars The Old Republic had a 200 plus budget. That's still going, I think. Halo 2. Destiny, Halo 2. Like, you can imagine how big these games are. And that's, so they need to make that back in order to have why didn't anyone tell me enter the matrix cost 20 million i know like wow. so you think about these games they have to make enter the matrix cost more than the witcher 3 and was about a not 16th as great of, of a the fun yeah it was still fun i know but like these cost I'll, more than massive let's take a look at the games that cost less than enter the matrix okay there um, it is okay enter the matrix Gears of War 3, Crisis 2, Crisis 3, World of Warcraft, Heavy. Final Fantasy 9, LA Noir, which is interesting. World of Warcraft costs less. Yep. Which these games you can kind of get the size. Not all games are like that. Not all games are 40 plus million dollars. I'd say the average is probably 30. It's like been going up as technology as the cost of everything just right. increases. It's probably around $25, $30, 35000000 million on average well, for a budget. Well, you factor in for a Indies lot of those. go, bring it down. Bigger games, bring it up. Well, when you factor in for a lot of those, like, series, you know, a lot of the character models, stuff like yeah. that, a lot of that, Once most of Once you make one, it, you can kind of make two. Well, most of that they can bring over. It's yeah. like mobile gaming, for example, is such a cheap market to get into in terms of how much it costs to develop something. Yeah. I actually read an article where somebody worked for a mobile gaming company. He was a developer there and he was like, yeah, we churned out like four or five games in the span of like two years. Yeah. And he's like, literally what we did was we just took the exact same source code from one game, moved it to the other game. And we just had somebody come Slapped in and just a different thing, on. change the graphics and the yeah. text and stuff like that. He we, was like, we did not have to build a new game from the ground up. It's the same. That's why all those clicker games are the exact yeah, fucking which same. Which is why people can pump out phone games like crazy. Exactly. But a big, and it's always that same image of the dude screaming. Yeah, just, yeah, which is very funny to see all of those games like that. And it's all by the same fucking developer. Yes, it is. But the point is that, so the $60 that you pay as a consumer that goes to the publisher and other people among, you know, licensing fees, paying the developers maybe because the paying the retailers, paying the licensing fees, all that other stuff, $60 is not their profit. Which if, so we'll take just on average, so it's 30, 35 million, we'll say that. A $30 million game, so that budget, in order to make that back, based on the $60 consumer buying it, they need to sell 500,000 copies. But, yeah. But cut that in half, so now you're at a million. You need to sell a million just to break even. Yeah. and Which a lot of those AAA games do. They do. Call of Duty typically Call will of Duty sell, sells sell like, like 30 million copies. They have nothing. Eh, I wouldn't say that much. I think they sell like 20, 20 something. They probably sold like recently, probably like 10 or 12 million. But still, Which yeah. is why if these games cost $100 million and they're only making half of what people pay for them, that's why they're like, well, shit, we got to figure this out because nobody's buying our games anymore. And we're starting to get to that point of we're only breaking even. We're not making a ton of money because these little studios, they can't make money 
if they can't sell the units. Right. So well, like, like Grand Theft Auto Five, we need to sell all of these units because we don't get all this money. That what was Grand Theft Auto Five like two hundred sixty-five million dollars? Yeah, but that's but they also sold within the first like load. twenty-four hours. Selling. Within the first day, they sold eleven million copies. Yeah, like they games like that have which that's not the first grand theft auto i'm sure the first grand theft auto budget might have been a little bit okay are we going to make it are we going yeah, to the, are we going to break even and start to be in the black right as it were whereas like destiny they had a huge developer with a reputation and a good publisher behind them that's like hey we're going to try to get your game out and people are going to we're going to hype it up and people are going to love it these indie studios it's really tough because they're a game that nobody's really heard of Nobody really plays, and they need to. But the budget was kind of high. I always loved Brutal Legend. It was a great game. Double Fine, pretty good studio, I think. They but but Brutal Legend was one of those like financial flops. They had to they was they had to pay Jack Black to voice act in it, which was great. I don't blame Jack Black for the game. He was great. The game was fun. It's just nobody heard of it. Nobody cared. Nobody wanted to play as a old roadie who went in this fantasy world and his weapon was his axe his guitar which was cool i yeah. thought it was dope because it also had a jack black in it but nobody cared so they're and they had to pay a shit ton of money to get jack yes. black and you they, don't just say hey man here's like two grand can yeah. you be our main character you're paying him millions yes. of dollars and there are other fees that they had to pay and the animator or the graphic designers the animators all that other stuff and then they so their budget ended up being like 25 30 million dollars they didn't make that back so then that sets a company like that so far back because now they have to make smaller, you know, not as in-depth games when we all want as many kind of, you know, little features, more bigger worlds, more characters, more stuff to do, more development, all that other stuff. And then we complain about games like, oh, there's nothing to it. It's a small game. This took me like two hours to beat. And I'm like, nope. but this cost them $7 million to make. So the fact that more people need to buy this and indie games, they can't really get away with charging $60. Some can. But a fair amount of them can't because they're like, nobody's going to pay $60 for this game because we need to make our money back. We need to make a move that's like, all right, charge $35 for it because people will buy it at $35. They'll play it. We can make our money back. And if we make a little bit more, we can kind of take a little bit more of a chance on the next game. That's why you better hope that you do well enough and people just love like rocket league you better hope people love the hell out of your game and are continuing to play it which right. we do we love rocket league great game that you either make enough money that it's like shit we can do whatever the hell we want or you get so much attention that you get bought and you're like we don't even need to care like minecraft we don't even like even psionics got bought yeah the guys who made rocket league got bought by microsoft they're like cool we made a good enough impression on people that they wanted to buy us and pay basically for everything and then we have a bigger budget so that's why you kind of have to get it right that's why not every game succeeds and that is why you're paying 60 dollars for a game and that's why you shouldn't complain that you're paying 60 dollars for a game because it kind of matters if you want your studios to exist buy new games buy them at 60 if you care more about retailers buy used games well and the big thing is too is they have to the reason why they set it at that $60 is because within the first couple of weeks, they want to try to just get it's as many be, people to buy. And then it's going to be down. Significantly. Because yeah, you saw that like with uh, Wolfenstein 2. Yeah. 
came out 60 bucks and then the very first black friday it was like hey get 30. it for 25 yeah 30 yeah like that's the weird thing but there's gonna be a lot of those diehard fans that are like i love the wolfenstein series i will pay 60 yeah and then there's gonna be other people that are like i'll I wait like I'll them wait. but yeah i'll wait till cheaper. it's on sale which is that's bonkers the way video games work your car when you buy it it depreciates as soon as it gets off the lot but but it still has value it's not you lose half of your car's value when you leave video games it could be the game is out a year later people are paying like anthem five dollars for it it's not even a year old yeah it's not even a year old and people are paying five dollars if it's i mean t- even look at destiny one and two those got cheap like and they're not gonna get, they're not gonna you go get back them for up. like two bucks yeah they're not gonna and go back now up. destiny 2 is free to play and if you want a game from like three years ago pay like four bucks yeah. less than that like it's just the only it's it's only like when you strange like that it's only when you go like deeper yeah well old school games that you can that they're not making anymore literally like they don't make n64 games ever but if you want mario kart 64 you're gonna get it for super high rates because this was a game everybody loved everybody wants but nobody's gonna be able to find so it's like oh well i got the only copy it's in mint condition it still plays pretty great but i'm gonna charge you 50 dollars for it and I'm like, that's insanity. Like charging that much for a game that isn't really that intense, isn't really that in-depth. It's just Mario Kart or Super Mario 64. Like it's nostalgia. It's old school stuff. It's how many years old. But I like, I remember playing that game as a kid. I'm not going to pay $55. I mean, Nintendo already made a shit ton of money just on fucking the Wii and Wii Sports yeah. And they are gonna they can emulate it for $30 and people are still going to buy it just yep. because they love it so much. Yep. It's just video games have such a strange quality that even a month from a game, you can see it lose $25 of value from it. Which or some games like Anthem, it's within the first like, two hours. Or you lose it all. And it's like, this is a $60 game. If it loses $30, that's half of its value. After a month, like that's insane, insanity almost. Because like your car, yeah, it maybe loses like $1,000 once you take it. But it's still a $30,000 car. Right. That means nothing. Like if you went back and sold it to somebody, you can probably get close to it. Because it's a brand new car. It's just insane. But now there's a whole big problem compared to free-to-play games. They are kind of messing with the model. Well, because they figured out how to get rich quick. Yeah, because they're making Boku bucks on this shit. And they're like, all right, everybody's charging 60. This is kind of a, a judo move. It's like, all right, you're charging $60 for a game. That's industry standard. That's fine. But what if we make it People free are paying and they just pay us $60 whenever they want? Stuff, but they don't know that they're paying $60. They're just paying that $60 over the year that they're playing the game. Or more because, or more because they, they don't, don't have impulse control. They can only understand $2 at a time. They don't understand that if they buy 60 things worth a dollar, that's $60. Yep. And I've played FIFA Ultimate Team. Yeah. I know. Like it, These games are like, well, EA is doing it doing is dirty because they're like you got to pay $60 and then if you want all the extra shit you got to pay but these free-to-play games which are we said in the last episode triple-a titles they're big they're huge they're making tons of money they're just cash cows because they're like everybody's buying these games all the stuff in this games they're not paying for the game they're paying for the stuff in it that's extra that they can use and be the envy of all their friends which that kind of disrupts the model. You are, I think you're either going to see everybody going free to play and just like, that's the game. We're going to update the hell out of it for the next few years. And then like the chapter two or the 
sequel or the whatever is going to come out in a couple of years once we've milked you dry. But then here's some other stuff we could come up with. Right. That's going to either going to be the model or games are going to go up to like $65, $70, I think. I think 65 I think 70 is a little bit much. I think 65 they can get away with. They can be like, all right, we can use the but extra money. that's when GameStop comes back, baby. I'm just saying, like, it. I think, it, what do you think? I think it's going to increase. I don't think it's ever going to go down because things are just getting too expensive. No, it definitely won't go down. But I mean, I think $60 is like that sweet spot. And then it kind of feels like one. When you think about it too, even the games like you mentioned with EA, you know, you're still selling these games for 60 bucks yeah. and then you have all these different microtransactions within them. I remember I picked up um, on Black Friday from GameStop. I was like, I've never played a Far Cry before and I've heard great things about Far Cry 5. Yeah, it's a great game. In Far Cry 5, you can earn in-game money to purchase things in the game. Yeah. Much like, you know, every other game like yeah, it, outfits for your character. You can also spend real world money to get silver to buy those exact same things, which is kind of redundant. But there are people out there that it. are like, I don't want to fucking wait to buy this you item. Can, and you can get more of it by buying it instead significantly. Of, instead of grinding more. away. Yeah. At there it. was like one car that was worth like $7,000 or like 2,700 silver. Yeah. And it was, do I want to spend way easier two to or get. three dollars yeah. to get this car, or do I want to spend two or three hours getting the money? Yeah, because money's scarce in that game. Yes, it's so I I think they'll keep it at sixty, but there's gonna be because I mean think about so it. So then you're the on triple. The, everyone's going free to play then. No, but like the games that are sixty that are those AAA titles: Red Dead Two, GTA Five, yeah, the big um, big guys, Call big, of Duty, Big Fish. Those will for the most part, always sell enough units to break whatever even. the cost is yeah, and then make a to. profit, you know, it's the littler games, but those ones, they don't spend as much like True. indie titles. Don't really spend as much in terms of budget, budget, yeah. developing, marketing, all that. So you're indie saying titles, it eventually evens out to where everybody's all right. Yeah. And indie titles also kind of have that luxury of like Xbox, for example, has taken a strong stance on being pro indie games. True. You know, Which, to the yeah, point they're where they're giving them a break. Like we're, they're we buying want indie development. Right. Games. Like you made a couple cool, cheap games, but it's like, hey, what would happen if we just gave you a shit ton Here's of Here's a little bit. And then you can you kind know. of fail if you want to. Like you can make a game that yeah. not necessarily breaks even. We'll cover that because we want to. Because a lot to of try. those indie games, they don't cost a lot to develop they don't cost a lot to purchase yeah. but they spread quickly based on word of mouth when yeah, you think it, about triple a games it's a community those are games that have been a word of mouth game yeah. for oh, this decades bethesda's making a new game absolutely I'm everybody knows it. what fallout is yeah. everybody knows what gta is everybody yeah. you know that's minecraft true. even like i can't walk past the fucking elementary school not that i do it often we like fortnite we like Fortnite. <laughs> i'm saying you know yeah which so i guess that is that's if 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 a company i mean fuck it dude even call of duty for example like say if their recent titles are not doing so hot and they feel like they can't break even fucking cod points that's true you know somebody out there has a problem yeah where they're purchasing like way too many cod points because they're like oh, fuck working for all these camels i just yeah i, I, I just want to skip it all and not have to work for it yeah which that is such a it's a brilliant move but i hate it yeah, it's I mean, a, it's such a brilliant thing that's like, okay, I'm not people gonna lie to don't want to have to struggle and do this shit or actually earn these things. So let's give them a battle pass that's like, you right. can't earn any of this. Okay, here you go. 
you can't earn any of this. Okay, here you right. go after 20 levels. I'm not going to lie to you. Or the battle pass was, where you get one every when single When I was playing level. that wordament game for the achievements, yeah. one of the things was like you had to like level up your account. Yeah. And you could get double XP if you paid a monthly fee of Ugh. like $2. It I only paid it once, but I paid the $2 because I was like, huh, instead of having to play this game for like six months, I can just get this done in a couple of weeks. Yeah. You know? It's brilliant, but it that's sucks. what I'm saying. But so that's just one example of, and I'm done with that game. It's yeah, off my finally. phone. Yeah, I got the thousand out of thousand, but still, I paid the two dollars because I was like, hey, this is going to speed it's me. It's worth it. Yeah. yeah, it's going to speed it up. Which is, but fuck, Call of Duty is going to have that where it's like, hey, yeah, here's your do. free battle they pass, right? And then here's the paid one. You okay, pay you, us ten bucks. Yeah, because I was even playing Call of Duty. I'm like, wait, why didn't I unlock that? It's like, oh, because I'm on the free. Right. And I get one every 10 levels. And then Black like, Ops Black Ops 4, I remember, because I haven't played Modern Warfare in a while, but I remember Black Ops 4 had it where it was you paid for the more expensive pass. Yeah, which gets you more stuff. Which gets you more stuff, but then you could also pay to jump ahead. Skip levels. So yeah. if you, you can do that all if the time. you Because there are a lot of people that play a lot and of Call of like Duty. And there are 60 levels. And yeah, and they get very close to the end, but there's only two days left, and they're like, I have this party. Five bucks, yeah. Here's, some will be like, fuck it, here's 40. I yep. really wanted that yep. gun, or I really wanted that character. I'm going to buy 600 packs in so now somebody and open just, them all and hopefully get a superstar. So when you look at a game like Call of Duty, they, you just spent $60, and then you also spent another $60 on yeah. their currency yeah you, you just gave games. them you gave them 120 dollars, but then that breaks down into that currency is only split between the storefront and the developer the storefront is all and probably publisher yeah the the Madden but you're cutting out you're cutting out the retailer points. unless if you go to a retailer yeah. and you know that's buy. why all digital sales all microtransactions all extra stuff you buy from the game goes right to them because i, I still think like you're fucking they should have done something. I, I Sony did it for a while. Xbox is doing a little bit better with their rewards program, but I remember for a while Sony did it with the trophies. Yeah. Where if you earned like a certain amount of trophies, they would give you a certain amount of rewards points that would equate into you could Which convert are, this into money. Nice. Yeah. And Sony stopped doing that. Because, because people were probably earning a bunch of stuff and making a bunch of okay, well, I don't thanks, have to Siri. buy this. What did Siri want? Uh gave me some search results i don't know why cool. i thought i was talking to him but i don't know it's just i i think it's either going to go to one of two ways it's either going to be all right everybody everything's 65 because these are new consoles that can handle 4k that can handle all this other stuff that can, tax, that can wipe your 70, though because if you think about it now at least in the state of wisconsin you're paying like milwaukee tax you're paying like almost 64 bucks i know but these consoles they can do a whole lot and gaming development is going to be like all right this console can wipe people's asses we need to make some games that really kick ass on this thing we are spending a ton of money 60 dollars just isn't cutting it anymore for how much it costs to make these how much it costs to market them That's what how much transactions are for but not all games can do that a jedi fallen order can't do microtransactions absolutely they can really oh fuck yeah they can but are you I'm, serious i'm saying not every game can do that do you want to play through this game? What do you think DLC is? That's DLC, DLC is essentially That's a microtransaction. DLC. Micro, I know, but microtransactions are cosmetic stuff that it's like here, it doesn't matter. We're just going to give it to you DLC. for a dollar. Persona 5 did that. Where DLC they said, is like, here's a whole new part of this game for like 10 bucks. No. Persona 5 did that where they said, hey, here's DLC. And it was just costume packs for your character. Okay. Well, then never mind. You could get like 50 costumes for like 20 bucks but i'm saying not every game has that or is going to have that so at a certain point they're gonna say all right 
in terms because even looking at the numbers, they're going to say, okay, everyone is paying $60 a game because we told the retailers to do that. That's us. That's our decision. We told them to pay $60 or charge $60 for the game, or we're going to fuck them and not give them our stock. But it turns out we could be making a whole lot more money because the costs of this development has been going way up. And these consoles can handle so much stuff that con that costs just go way up. All right, what is an extra $5 onto every game equal? Oh, covers it instantly? Done. Because it's things are just going to only get more expensive, but that's just life. That's not the publisher's fault. That's our country. That's our society. That's our world. Things will cost more money as they develop more, as they increase in either size, quality, value, whatever, or ease of use, whatever. Things are going to cost more money. So they're going to like, okay, we need to make up that money because right. now we were making X amount of dollars per year and now we're making less than that. I think they're making it in a lot more ways than we're actually talking about. They I mean, are. microtransactions is just scratching the surface, but you think about True. gear, you think about merch, yeah, merchandise, I like know. all this other shit. Turning you it know? into a movie with life with movie rights and all that other stuff. But which I'm, I don't I'm know saying why you'd ever do that, but I mean, fuck it, you got money, right? There are certain ways in which we won't have to deal with that, but I am hard pressed to believe that sixty dollars is the end, because at a certain point, it's so easy to say, okay, it's been twenty years. Games are $65 now. We need to pay a lot more people. Things are cost a lot more money. We're just, it's $65. Minimum we'll wage take, hasn't changed in 10 years. I so, know, but I'm just saying they'll, know, they'll take Maybe the that's when games will cost more. Maybe. Is, you know, when the price. <laughs> to bake them. Because, yeah. I mean, it, realistically. Now they got to pay all their minimum wage I mean, employees. But realistically, if you think about it, like minimum wage, maybe this contributes to it, but it hasn't gone up maybe. in 10 years. That it's maybe. been seven. 25 that might have some because if you think about it they probably have some minimum wage employees if they increased the That's minimum wage to say add to their if they increased the minimum wage to say 10 bucks think about how many more people you know like ourselves would be like oh we're making more money oh, i'm gonna spend for, more on video games so then yeah at that point and i would say yes they're gonna capitalize That's i would think like the, the give 15, them a reason to think it's okay like i'm not trying to get political or anything but think about the whole like fight for 15 you know yeah. where they oh. want to get 15 like, bucks yeah, an hour people can afford people it. are yeah they're naturally gonna spend more money and they're gonna sit there and they're gonna capitalize on that absolutely because yeah, they're gonna be like oh yeah. well you're making literally double what you're making before yeah here's a 70 dollar call of duty that's, i know it's the same as every single year but yeah. if you want call of duty you got to pay 70 dollars. yeah that's not a reason why they have to it's a reason why they can because people can pay for it which i think that's why they didn't like okay or Xbox here's, One, more, PS4, here's more dances in Fortnite. yeah here's 17 more skins i think that's why there's two battle passes that's in why one they, season that's why they didn't increase it for xbox one ps4 they're like we've only had $60 games for 10 years, 15. Since what? 2005. It's 2020, man. Well, no, I'm saying when the Xbox One and PS4 came out, they're like, because oh, yeah. with Xbox 360 and PS3, they kind of increased it. They're like, all right, it's been a while. $60 games. Technology has increased to where we need to pay a lot more money and licensing and all this other stuff. When PS4 and Xbox One came out, they're like, it's too soon. Nobody's, we're not, they're not making enough money. It's we're going to lose because so many people are like, yeah, I'll fuck that. I'll wait till there's a sale. And then they get less yeah. money and so does everybody else. So they're like, fuck, we need to make sure that people buy these like upfront. We cannot have people wait because people will wait. They'll get a sale and then they're, we're going to make less money. So they're like, all right, $60, leave it. But now they're like, okay, things are costing a little bit more. People have a little bit more money. 
Let's put it up to 65. I think it goes 65. I don't think it goes 70. I mean, they'll probably just say fucking go 70. I don't think so. I think 65. But is then you're also so looking at now so that all the special sense. editions that cost like 80, 90. Will cost 110 or something. 10, 20 bucks yeah. more, yeah. It's just an interesting thing to see. Like, I learned a lot from actually doing this research in terms of how games are priced and why they're like that. It's also right. interesting to see that you get a range, but everybody picks 60 just because the games are like, publishers are like, yeah, you better do But 60. think about it. You don't want to be Walmart where your biggest competitor is Target and it's like, oh, Target has the new Call of Duty, but like, uh, I guess we, we have to wait we, another we fucking week. We get it two weeks from now. So they make two weeks worth of sales, which is in terms of video games, the first week, like you said in Grand Theft Auto, the first day. 11 million copies. Yeah. So if you can't I mean, sell I that, think- you don't get the money. Well, and like before, like digital games became like a big ass thing. Yeah. Um, Modern Warfare Two, when it came out, I remember the midnight release. Going back to how we had four Game Stops. Yeah. In a quarter all mile radius, all four had lines out the door yeah. and around buildings. I know. I didn't even know that there were that many people in our fucking city that wanted to play Call of Duty. Yeah. Not even wanted to play Call of Duty. That there that were that many existed. people in our city. <laughs> I was like. Oh. Yeah. We have a population of like under 40,000 and they were yeah. all there yeah. buying Call they of Duty. all wanted to buy Call like, of Duty. The f- here's 40K sales, like done. So in the end of this, we just want to hope, we hope you learned something. We did. That was pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, we learned a I lot. I taught tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I learned it by researching, but. I'm just going to go ahead and say I knew all of this yeah. already. The main lesson we're trying to convey to you guys is. <laughs> yes, it's not free. Games are $60 right now. They weren't before. Publishers are kind of in charge of that. They need to make the most money possible. In order to have your games that you love continue to be existing in this world for them, the publishers and the developers that you like to continue to do what they want to do, you kind of have to bite the bullet. You kind of have to say, okay, you you determine the price, whatever it is, I'll pay it. Yes, you can wait for a sale, which is fine. They're still getting paid. But don't be mad if you want a game and it's $60. I'm never mad. I'm like, you know what? I've accepted it. That's the price. I know what the money is going towards. Now you kind of know. Now it's going a lot of places. It's going to the developer. It's going to the retailer. It's going to the people that actually put the games on the shelves in terms of physical disc in case, case on wall. Like it's going to a lot of people in turn to the publisher as well. Publishers like EA and all those other people, they are kind of seen as villains, but they need to make money as well because if they stop your game, stop. Yeah. GameStop. Get it? GameStop. Stop (laughs) selling me broken used (laughs) games. Yeah. And then just fucking don't retailers, which also buy used games. If it's a game that, you know, don't go to Amazon. If you're going to buy a used game, Go to GameStop. I didn't even know you could. I guess, yeah, you no, can buy, I didn't you know can, that. No, yeah, I didn't know that. You can buy used stuff on Amazon. But go to GameStop. They make all their money on used games. They also make some on new games, but they make a lot more on used Somebody's games. Somebody's just going to be in the comments, like, within the first 10 minutes, once we say games, oh, fuck GameStop, fuck blah, 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 the circle of life trading program bullshit. It's like, yeah. we don't care how much. that second keyboard. is so much different than buying a game. Don't trade in your games at GameStop. Trade them in at Amazon. Well, so here's, buy them at GameStop. So here's my like like a little side note. I'm go not going to get too much into a tangent. Tons of time. I get a ton of people complain about you know, oh, GameStop gives you five dollars for all this shit. Yes. Yeah. But because you're going for cash, I personally have never had an issue 
with GameStop's trade-in program for the credit when I'm trading in for credit towards another game because I understand supply and demand. Yep. If I come in with a copy of fucking King Kong for Xbox 360, I know a lot of people aren't lining They're up to buy They're not going to be able to sell it back to anybody. Right, because the only people that are playing King Kong for the Xbox 360 are people like myself, achievement whores. Yeah. But nobody's going out there and being like, man, King you Kong was I a great movie. I wish it was a video game. King Kong. I'm going to go buy Again, it. I'm going right. to go see if GameStop has a copy of King Kong. For whatever reason, Cars 2 is still like 30 bucks. Which that's a Gamefly story. <laughs> no, no. I'm Even at GameStop, it's like 20, 30 bucks I for know, a used copy. I know, you mentioned Cars 2 at Gamefly. In the Gamefly episode. Cars 1. Oh, that was Cars 1? And Sorry. Cars 1 was actually... Yeah, no, that was through Gamefly. Yeah, you tried... King you, Kong was through Blockbuster. Okay. Because Blockbuster Rest for a while peace, did there. Blockbuster, man. Blockbuster for a while did the game rental thing. I tried it out. Yeah, they're great. They were great. I had a better experience with Blockbuster than I did Gamefly. I'll there tell you, you that. Go. Within two days, I got my game. But, I mean, we aren't trying to be self-righteous or anything like that. We're all knowing. But at a certain point, games cost the way they do. Because it's a whole entire mathematical equation about how these companies can make money back while also not fucking you in the end. Because they could charge $100 for it. If you really want to play it, you got to pay 100 bucks. But they're like, you know what? $60, we're not pricing ourselves out where no one's going to buy it. But we're also trying to make money so we can make other games. But also think of it this way. You're a fan of video games where you spend money on an a form of entertainment and you get to take it home and play it for and enjoy 20, it. 30 Doesn't hours matter. you get to enjoy it in the comfort of your own home here you go i went and saw the new star wars paid five dollars on a tuesday pretty sure i stepped in something that wasn't gum yeah you don't actually have to go to a theater you can just play the game right then and, and there. it's it's more entertainment i think than a movie you get 60 hours of stuff it's like a well, a, unless if you watch the same movie over and over for sixty yeah, hours, which yeah, people I'm do. I'm just saying, like it's you get a lot for your sixty dollars. You True. might not get the equivalent. It might be a game you finish in seven hours if you play nonstop, or there's not a whole lot to do in it. But in that case, I mean, you still got a fulfilling experience of that. Games are sixty dollars. It might not be fair. It might not be great. You might think. Okay, but if they bring it down to $50, more people would buy them. Yes, but they'd also make less money. Maybe if they sell the same amount of copies, they don't make as much money. That's point. a point. Companies need to make money in order to continue to be companies and grow. Yes, it's the kind of, well, these are just you know guys trying to pad their pockets. Yes. CEOs of companies make tons of money. Try it. It's great. We're trying to do that someday. But one of these days, if you guys want your video games to continue to be great and not, okay, we don't have the budget, so we're going to make this game over budget because everybody is clamoring for all this stuff. They're not going to like it unless it has a battle royale mode in it. Okay, well, then we're going to go under because we don't have enough money or we're not going to make enough money from this. And we're a small studio. So it, it matters how your games are priced, how much you pay for them, where that money goes. How much of the budget is covered, how much these companies make, and how easily they can turn their budgets into profits to make newer games. So it's an all in kind of an economical lesson just to learn how your games are priced, what matters, why you guys should care, and also why you shouldn't care. You shouldn't care that your games are $60. It's industry standard at this point. Just pay it. We're all used to it. Just be done with it. At a certain point, it's going to be 65 or it's going to be all free to play with 
microtransactions. Which then, will be more than 65. Yes. Then it's a certain point, they're getting your money anyway. Right. You're not, nothing in this life is free that's enjoyable. At a certain, uh, at a certain point, there is some kind of cost, whether it be monetary, time, your attention, just that's philosophical. I'm just saying, nothing is free. And if you enjoy something very much, you should be willing to fork over a couple dollars for it. Fair. So. Fair. We hope you guys learned something. We hope you guys laughed. We weren't as funny, but. I thought we were pretty funny. I thought we were okay. Make sure to check out the Twitter, at BCG Podcast. Make sure to check out the Instagram, at Board Certified Gaming Podcast. Check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash BCG Podcast. Not the BCG Magazine Podcast. Not, I mean, check them out too. I'm sure they're great. Right, but that's not us. We don't know them. That's not us. We should get a magazine, though, eventually. You think so? Maybe. Does anybody read magazines anymore? I couldn't tell you the last time. I see. Yeah, I I have no idea. But just share this. Like the videos. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you are a YouTube user. Give us a rating, a review on Apple Podcasts, all these other podcast websites. We'd appreciate that. Tell your friends. Tell your wives. Tell your husbands. Tell your mistresses. And misters. And tell Karen. Tell Karen. I want her back. Come back, baby. Okay. I'm going to keep having to... Hashtag come back, Karen. That's got to... We got to make sure that she sees it and comes back. She's not going to, but... BCG goes CBK. There you go. Come back, Karen. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good one.